Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 159, Job Reinvented Show. This podcasting for you with Della Futuhi, talk show host, podcaster, award-winning, and five times best-selling author. Today is one of those days I love, love, love for interview because we had interview two, three times, right? Yes, three times, I'd say. Actually, together. But this time, she's my guest. And uh, every time we learn a lot from each other, we exchange a lot of experience. And uh, I know a lot of you love to learn about podcasting. So I thought she's the best guest about podcasting and YouTube because uh, she's doing it for a long time. And uh, especially last last year since uh, 2020, right? Uh, she's more active and she has a lot of views. She has two shows, Della Voice uh, in Farsi, and she has another show in English, right? Yes. Yes. And, uh, yes. and more shows. And uh, I can talk. Yeah, about she's this. like, you know, I don't know how she's doing this. <laughs> I, I ask her, how do you sleep? What are you going to do? It's like, do you have any time for your family? What do you do? So we're going to learn about her. She also have her own business, two, two businesses, right? She has a flower shop and she also teach, uh, what are you teaching? Fitness kickboxing. Oh, Fina, you know, I don't know how she's doing this. So I'm really proud of her. And uh, I'm so excited to have her here in Job Reinvented Show. Welcome to my show, Della. Thank you very much to uh, to have invited me, Panta. You know what? I've learned from the best. I've learned from you. Uh, you're you're one of those women who's always reinventing herself, and you know, going uh, going. I, I mean, to so many places, and you have so many shows yourself, and you have a publishing company. I, I just admire you so much, uh, Thank and you so much. I, I'm so proud to be your friend. Thank you for um, having me. Looking at your uh, resume, I see you are um, award-winning and five times best-selling author, and that was really amazing. Because <laughs> I see you have your own book. Hopefully, you have your book here. I can see it at your back, right? Yes, it's, it's, yes, you can see it right there. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it uh, in our show. But uh, she also uh, contributed in other five chapters in other uh, books, which I love contribution because that's the best thing. Uh, you can, and fastest thing, right? It's so fast and yeah. cheapest to get the best selling authoring and getting exposure because when you have your own book, that's only you. <clears throat> but when you are with other contributors in one book, you have much, much more exposure on your book. Okay, tell me about yourself first. Why did you start um, having, I know you have a YouTube show and also podcast. How did you start your podcast and what was your inspiration? Um, thank you. That's a great place to start. Um, I think the reason behind uh, starting my own show, 
was because I felt the need to get my voice out there. And so for a very long time, I didn't even know that I had a voice. I, you know, and I think that is because we don't feel like we have something important to say because everybody has a voice. I think we just have to um, be courageous enough to uh, bring it out. And so uh, because I wasn't confident enough in my own uh, knowledge in, uh, in really believing that what I had to say counted, uh, I didn't think I had a voice. And so in uh, the path of discovering myself and becoming more confident and um, uh, really tuning in, I found out that I had a voice, that I had a lot to say, that I could contribute to the world. So I thought, what's the best way to do it, especially uh, when the technology is here to help us? <clears throat> Excuse me. We can we can go online and literally start a show with absolutely you know maybe very minimal equipment and uh really close to zero budget and so that's how i started and it happened to be the best thing i ever did it was uh, really the precursor to um living my passion uh and so I've loved every second of it. I think it's great that I'm doing this. And I, I always encourage people, you know, to to um, really start something like that if they have if they have the smallest inclination of, you know, I I want my voice to be heard. This is the best way to do it, especially now during this time where social media is so powerful uh, in connecting us to one another. Exactly. And um, tell me about your shows right now. How many shows you have? How many channels? And uh, are you participating in other channels? Yeah. Just tell me about that. Sure. Sure. Well, my very first show was Della's Voice, which uh, I started from the corner of my flower shop. And it, that was before COVID. And uh, it started in October of 2019. And uh, so I put two chairs in a corner of my flower shop and I would invite people over on a Sunday when the store was closed and we would use literally my laptop and, uh, and I would interview people and it was great. Except that people who I invited had to be in the vicinity of where I lived, right, to be able to get there. And so COVID happened and I had to pack up everything I had and bring it home. And I decided, okay, now what do I do? I could either give it up, which was not really an option for me because uh, I was really passionate about this. And uh, the other was, let me learn how to keep doing this using technology. And it was such a journey for me because I had to start learning about all these different platforms, right? Broadcasting platforms and um, connecting with people from all over the world. And it just happened to be the best thing that could happen because now I had no limitation. It was like, I could interview people from UK and, and Iran and all over the world. And it was, I thought it was great. I jumped right in. And so soon after, uh, I interviewed this gentleman by the name of Robert J. Moore, and he owns The Magnetic Entrepreneur. And so he had a great story, so I interviewed him. 
And uh, Robert really liked the way I did it. So he asked me to start hosting his podcast for The Magnetic Entrepreneur. And that really opened up a lot of doors for me because uh, Robert J. Moore has a lot of connections and he was able to introduce me to amazing people. I got to interview um, really incredible individuals. And so I did that for a long time while coaching with Robert. Uh, and actually, that's the reason why I'm bestseller uh, so many times is because I contributed to the books that a Magnetic Entrepreneur was publishing. So uh, in October of last year, I uh, thought of starting uh, an Iranian show because you and I were born in Iran. And so I thought, you know, this um, this content needs to be introduced to the Iranian community. And so I know there's a lot of people who do um, who do that as well. And it's really valuable. So I decided, let me start a show in, in Farsi. And uh, I had a lot of fears because I, uh, although I was born in Iran, most of my education was not in Iran. So um, I thought, am I good enough? doing this. Oh, look who's visiting. Hi. <laughs> She's peeking. <laughs> yes. So uh, I know let's have like few seconds break. Okay. And come back here. Okay. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. That's when you have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so cute. I love, I love the reality TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, live and reality. It's live, right? It's our, it's our so, live. Um, you know, how can you... Um, I know uh, in people who have two languages, like um, we have Farsi and English, we cannot put both of them in the same time. What can we do? Like you separate these shows, right? Yes. You happy yes. with this? I, I think it's the best way uh, for me because uh, my my audiences are different also. So for Della's voice, I uh, you know my audiences who uh, any English speaking audience basically. Uh, for my Iranian show, I think my um, my target was the Iranians who lived across the world. And, you know, um, there's a lot of Iranians living all over the world and they don't necessarily speak English, but they all speak Farsi. And so I thought, you know, this is this is the best way to get this content um, to different audiences. And funny enough, like I, I lived in France for a couple of years. And so uh, I, you know, I went to school in France. So I, might, I, I also speak French. And I had the opportunity to interview uh, a few people in French, which was great. I mean, oh, you, well, absolutely. You you can talk French very fluently. Well, I, yeah, it, it would it would sound that way. But <laughs> I I think I think uh, because of the years of not practicing, um, my French is a little rusty. Although the people I interviewed, they were kind enough to say no. It, it was it was great. So I, and I did. I conducted the the full interview in French. And um, yeah, and and that was that allowed me to reach uh, even more people. I mean, the the one podcast was heard all over France, and one podcast was heard in Haiti. I think it's great. Um, 
I mean, technology is great. I love it. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, tell me about um, your own um, uh, other shows, like the the one you are working with Robert, Robert J. Moore, and I really wish to hear about that. Okay. So uh, actually, just just to uh, clarify, uh, so to clarify, I'm not hosting that show anymore because um, I had to I had to um, choose. Uh, and I was doing so many different shows, and I thought, you know, um, I, something's gotta, something's gotta go. And although uh, it was, you know, heartbreaking, I had to um, unfortunately uh, resign from doing um, the Magnetic Entrepreneur podcast. So, but I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed doing those. It was amazing experience, and it taught me so much, and it allowed me to grow. So, what I've added um, instead is um, another show called uh, Shegoftar, which is another Iranian show. Yeah, and that's, um, yeah so that, that's a really good show. I, so that show is basically, and I want to say edutainment because it's educational and entertaining at the same time where we talk about the real meaning of words and um, how... Um, that education can lead to us living better lives because when you change your words, you change your world. So that's the uh, reasoning behind that show. It's going really well. We've done eight episodes already and uh, we're gaining momentum and a lot of audiences are appreciating the content. And so that's um, in uh, gratitude to my friend, Amir Behbahani, who is um, uh, putting out the content for the show. And so uh, then I have another show. It's a collaboration with two other ladies. And that show is called The Butterfly Effect. And we do that once a month. And uh, again, um, it's the really the reasoning behind that show is uh, to bring love, hope, and compassion. And what we do is we talk about the everyday challenges, things that every single one of us can relate to. And so that show is uh, really dear to my heart and uh, it's going strong. It's, uh, we just had our first anniversary, first year anniversary a couple of months ago. Um, so uh, I really appreciate having that show as well. And uh, recently I've started collaborating with a company called Rethink Fit um, uh, Initiative. Uh, all right, Della. So uh, right now, I just want to know exactly how we can start podcasting. What are the best equipment we can have? And uh, let's say, as you said, with not too much investment, how mm -hmm. can we start it? And what do you recommend as a platform? I know you have YouTube um, as your show and you also have a podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, of course, I would love to answer those questions, Pantel, but, you know, I think most importantly, before we even go into the equipment, is, uh, there's a few um, steps that people have to go through before they start a podcast or a show. And I think um, those are really important questions that we need to ask ourselves before stepping into this, because this is not a hobby. Uh, I mean, you know that, Ponta, you, you know, it's very time consuming. It's, um, uh, you know, it takes an investment energy, investment in time, like 
that's the most um, valuable thing we have. So if it's okay by you, I'll just go through um, six questions that I ask people uh, when uh, they coach with me to start their own podcast. Is that okay? Sure, sure, exactly. As you said, uh, equipment is not the first thing because you can have it very easily. Before you have a very equipped room or whatever, you still need to learn so many things and be prepared. So today's show is about um, just having this information for some people who really want to start it. So what do you ask? Okay, so six six steps before you you know you even you even buy your first equipment or you buy your first platform six things that i usually ask first of all number one is your why why is really important right the first step in planning your podcast project is really get clear on your message what is it that you want to broadcast to your listeners um you know why is this message important uh what problem is it going to solve and so in answering that question is what is it you can talk about for an hour without getting prepared, right? Uh, basically, what are your passions in life? And so, um, and then, you know, I, I, I help you figure it out. Um, you know, if you, if you have no clue and you're like, well, Della, I have no idea what I'm passionate about, then I can, there are some steps that um, I, we go through to figure it out. The second question I put out is, who is your audience going to be? Because that's, that's really important. Who your audience is will determine where you're going to broadcast. Because if your audience is uh, of a certain age group or demographic, you need to concentrate on Instagram, for example. As you know, Panta, in Iran, uh, filtered um, social media is a big roadblock in reaching um, our audiences. So a lot of people can't watch YouTube. A lot of people can't watch Facebook. Um, so Instagram is uh, really what's most re readily available to Iranians. So if your audience is of a certain uh, demographic, you need to know what that is. The third question is, um, where is your platform? So now that you know your audience a little bit better, then you decide on um, on your platform. How is it you're going to reach them? Where is it you're reaching them from? Uh, Instagram, for example, is its own entity. And the only way you can uh, broadcast on Instagram is through um, IGTV Live. And so that has some limitations. Um, this platform we're using right now, StreamYard, um, is not easily um, accessible. There's ways, but it's not easily accessible on Instagram. So, you know, of course, you, you see that uh, Panta has uh, my information scrolling down. That's not possible on, on Instagram. So uh, you really need to get clear on this. And that really will determine the technology that you need in order to um, uh, to to make your shows. Can I but, add something yeah, here? Yeah, of course. As somebody who's uh, using uh, all of these platforms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think StreamYard is not good for people who have low connectivity because the quality of Zoom is still better. Even if Zoom is uh, has less facilities, but I still I love Zoom. <laughs> yes, for sure. I have to do so. So some sometimes when I have 
when I my guest doesn't have better connectivity I go on zoom yeah so you see and for the Instagram uh, if you want to have a virtual background yeah there are ways you can have virtual background on Instagram but still it's better you have your own background <laughs> yeah there are, there are a lot of ways with Instagram even with Instagram I guess you have to have a better connectivity with your mobile so you have to exactly know what is important for you and another thing with instagram uh, is that it should be in a mobile format i mean the the video um the video proportion and if you want to do a stream yard in a <laughs> wider screen it doesn't go on instagram it's uh, it's a little you have to cut both parts so there are a lot of limitation as she said yeah Yes. Uh, but, but again, having said that, you know, uh, it, it's great that we have all of these things available. Um, you know, there's always some way you can reach uh, people. Uh, I, I think that's great. So um, step four. Step four is find your voice. Now, um, it's really, really important for us to believe, to believe and have faith that your voice is unique to you um, from how you speak to how you show up right um, whether you'll be a commentator or an interviewer um, your logo your colors uh, the name of your podcast um, all the bells and whistles that you add to your program these are all the things that represent your voice your brand uh, so what do you want your brand to say? That's really important to get clear on your brand. Um, and so uh, when people see it, they know that this is you, this is what you're talking about, this is your message. And so uh, the more clear you get on this, the better it is uh, for you to, to be able to connect to your audience. So I'm going to add this. Something. Yes. I love your brand <laughs> and Thanks. the name of your show is because it's very concise. It's just Della's voice, very short. Mine is a bit bigger because I wanted to have my own name there. Um, so if I had that experience, I may cut it shorter. Uh, but for each, and another thing, because we have different shows, right? My problem in the beginning and uh, that uh, really hold me back from having the show uh, was that I had different ideas. I had different shows. And one of the one of my friends, she's a podcaster. She told me, that's fine. You can have your topics every day, different topics. Let's say I have job reinvented show on Wednesday, always on Wednesday, like green healing show on Friday. So I have five shows on different um, days of the week. And because your audience like consistency like i know you have shows on saturday and sunday so i always look for you to <laughs> to be live and listen so i know it's like an addiction because you always uh, get used to listen to those shows so you have to give this consistency to your audience as well because yeah. she's waiting for your show to listen yes 
And absolutely. And that was going to be step number five. Uh, exactly what you said, right? Building rapport with your audience. And um, it's like building a relationship and creating connection with uh, your audience. And it takes time. And so when you start a, a podcast, it's really important to be consistent, like you said, with your con, not just with your content, but with the way you show up. And so um decide how often you want to have a show like like you said panta i mean this is a commitment like i said before don't treat this as a hobby um although it kind of is <laughs> kind of like a hobby because you love it so much right but that's how it should feel um and so um stick to a schedule and uh, show up consistently and um you know, consistent consistency tells your audience that you are a pro, and that sets like you apart um, from content. from other people. Yes, exactly. So, and, and like you said, uh, your audience will learn to count on you showing up, and and they they plan this, and they come they come back uh, to to visit you. So that's really really important. Thanks for um, bringing that up. And so step number six. Uh, is like Nike says, just do it. And so uh, the right time is right now. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of us look for that perfection. Oh, only when I get perfect at this or only when my English is perfect, only when I can get rid of all the ums and, you know, all the filler words, only when I finish this no i say you know don't procrastinate this is um this is this is if i can say anything at all is that i've seen so many people ponta who are looking for the perfect time and that never happens and so uh you know uh, if you wait till it's perfect you you may never start uh, and um so as you go, you learn. And that's how we do life anyways. We live, we learn, we do better. You plan, you look ahead, um, and uh, you you just show up. And uh, eventually, um, things get better with time. They get easier. And so just take actions and start today. That's uh, what I want to say. So these are the six things that I go through. Um, and... Um, before we even get to the nitty gritty stuff. Yeah, that's even better because I think the first thing you need to start anything new is inspiration. If you have strong inspiration that keep you going. So like me, first I started as a hobby, as you said, but then I said, oh, this is like, as, as soon as I did all the editing, all the hard work, I said, this is not a hobby. This is not a hobby. This is my job. This is what I'm very passionate about. And there are lots of benefits uh, for podcasting and YouTube show. First, I'm going to hear this from you. And then I'm going to add something. Sure, sure. Um, so um, the benefits are plenty. To, to be honest with you. First of all, um, you by, by using a podcast or a show, you are um, reaching people. You are um, getting your message out there. It's just plain and simple. Uh, there's no better way uh, to get your message heard. Uh, the second thing is 
you have you build credibility and so um i don't care what you do honestly if you're an entrepreneur selling a coaching program or if you're a business selling a consulting um service uh, or you're an author um you know trying to get your book out there trying to get uh, known there's no better way or maybe there is but i think this is one of the best ways uh, to get credibility to uh, to get yourself known and so to me that's uh, that's really really valuable uh, another thing is uh, you start um, meeting people, you start making connections, you start um, seeing the value in collaboration with other people. And I truly believe that when you have collaboration with people of um, like mind, you start building a mastermind that will help you in any endeavor. And so um, you you serve and mutually um, be served. Um, and, and I think that's powerful. There's always power in numbers. And of course, uh, there is, um, you know, financial uh, benefits too. And uh, that takes time. Uh, YouTube uh, also compensates um, you for the views that you have. Uh, again, takes time. You got to be patient. Um, it's always best to get organic um, audiences and so that way you uh, really build a strong foundation and once you uh, increase in numbers of views and subscribers YouTube will compensate you uh, and um, I mean podcasting also has uh, financial benefits when you post your podcast on a, um, a platform on a podcasting platform uh, you can sell advertising time and so again, that comes with time, but there are definitely financial benefits from um, making shows. Anything think, to add? Yes, I, you know, podcasting helped me to connect um, with my authors because I, I have book projects I contribute and they contribute in my books. The best way I tell them is um, talk in my podcast because then I can understand the deep uh, knowledge they have because they you know exactly if uh, if that's a really good fit in your book or not so you cannot just have somebody out of nowhere inside your book so that really helps to build the connection is not yeah. only my book even uh, let's see you know, i have lots of referees lots of affiliates affiliate marketing is one of the best you can add it in your podcast or your website and the people who sponsor your podcast or youtube channel so these are so many things that you can do with your podcast but so because i've heard a lot of people in the beginning, after seven or eight podcasts, they just gave up, give up. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and I think the reason is because they, they think that that's free. Why should I waste my time? And this is not going to work for me, you know. But the beneficial side of the podcast is something called building your business. So you cannot build your business just in one, two days. And you cannot, even if, even if you're going to have, um, you see a lot of uh, courses, course creators there. 
they started by live shows, even for the course and advertising. So it's so important to have these live shows and not is not important that you are doing it solo or you have interview with others. Some people do it solo. So they can actually every day they can add something to um, add some value uh, to their show and they can connect with their audience. So this is more close to have your audience rather than just um, talk like have some advertising. Advertising actually without any credibility or trust is not going to happen. No. Yeah. Um, my, my coach uh, said to me more than once, people buy from those whom they, um, they know, like, and trust. And so that is so true what you just said. So true. You know, um, Panta, uh, when, when you talk about this power of collaboration, um, you know, for a long time, I was one of those, oh, I'm going to do this on my own. You know, uh, I'm not going to, I am i don't need anyone's help. I, I'm going to do this on my own. Very soon, I realized that that's not possible, that there's only so much I can do on my own. There's only um, so far that I can get on my own. And so when, as soon as I opened my mind to um, collaboration is when I realized that, oh my gosh, I was missing out on so much. So uh, it's really important to have that open mind and be flexible. And like you said, you know, learning every day, honestly, the, the never ends. It never ends. There's always something new you want to learn. There's always uh, some new techniques, some new training, some new, um, you know, just learning platform that you want to uh, be a part of. And so that's the only way we can grow. We can get better. If you stop your growth, then you just stop moving. I, I yeah. think that's really important. I see you actually do a lot of creative graphics uh, for your own show posters. Yeah. And me too, I do. I actually change a lot of things from the beginning because uh, it's not you're not perfect. Everything needs experience. Well, I'm perfect. I don't know about you, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Everything needs experience. So as soon as you go and see which posters have more views, you change it. Or Instagram is different. It has different uh, design as well. Uh, so um, I just have a question. Yes. <laughs> From, uh, how do you have your StreamYard um, channel or stream your the um, videos on your uh, Instagram. Um, so, oh, uh, you know, it takes so much work, honestly. I, but I'm telling you, uh, it's worth it. So, uh, like I said, because I want the um, the Iranian interviews to get to Iran, I need to put them on Instagram. So, what I do is, I download the interview. Uh, using um, uh, a software, uh, and then uh, I think it's called Real Player. I think if that's what it's called, Real Player. Just escaped my mind. I think it's called Real Player. Uh, I download the interview onto my computer, and then I open it up in iMovies, which is a, an editing um, software, and uh, it 
Instagram wants you to upload videos uh, no more than one hour. If you're doing live IGTV, you're allowed for more than one hour. But if you're uploading something, it cannot be more than one hour. So then I have to cut it to exactly one hour. Uh, and then um, I, I upload it onto Instagram. So that way um, it's there for the audience to see. Does that answer your question? Uh, but it still is widest screen, right? Because, so, the, the, yeah. Yes, so it is. I, I don't touch that format uh, because I just like, I like the way uh, it looks. But um, there is, uh, so on iMovie, you can actually select the format if i'm if i'm not mistaken because i'm now I, I i do remember seeing that you can actually select the format uh, on imovie so i'm sure there's a way to do it but initial recording is so important is it if in the beginning you have this uh, on your mobile like the very vertical um, you can record vertical with your mobile, you, you have to find that proportion. It's not gonna happen with the stream yard, though I know. Uh, no, it's yeah. one of those, I think this is again one of those, let me practice, let me let me experience this for myself. And yeah. you, you know, we're, we're so afraid of making mistakes. Oh my gosh, it's my reputation. No, it isn't. They all, <laughs> in the social media world, you're just as good as your last post. So let's not take this too seriously. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I think we 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 gotta allow ourselves to make mistakes. We gotta allow us, ourselves to goof up, and um, just learn from it, and uh, and and just do it different next time. Exactly. Just happening with experience, and uh, getting back to your question for the equipment. Um, what do you use for as a microphone? So I have several different um, cameras. So there's the high, the, the high definition camera that's on my computer is pretty good. That's what I'm, I'm, I use sometimes. Uh, then um, I have a USB camera called Logitech. So that I use that, I'm using that right now. I think depending on my mood, I change. <laughs> I changed the camera. Uh, it is a wider screen on this uh, USB camera. So I use that really easy. The only thing you have to just uh, get used to is um, in the setting, changing it. So, you know, that's one of the first things you want to do is check your settings and, you know, picking the right uh, camera, the right microphone. A good microphone is really good. I mean, it's really important. So right now I'm wearing a lapel microphone uh, because it allows me to connect easily uh, without the feedback uh, that sometimes I hear. Uh, I, I, I use headphones, so these, these headphones, when I'm recording my, my audio podcast. And I do have a special uh, soundboard for that. It's called um, uh, Roadcaster. And so I, I really like that because it allows me to um, make really professional sounding uh, podcasts. And I do have a fancy mic here. Uh, you can't see it because it's really big and it's off to the side. I think it's kind of similar to what you have. Is, is yours a Shure? Uh, it's called, I think it's a Joe Rogan mic. That's what it's called, a Joe Rogan mic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, I can't hear you. Sorry, I mute myself. Yeah. So 
I love this because it's so flexible. Yes. And you can, uh, before I had uh, one of these uh, blue Yeti, but it had, lot, it had a lot of limitation. I had to put it on my um, table. I couldn't move it a lot. Yeah. And uh, after, after a while, the USB gone. <laughs> there was some problem with USB. So I love this one. It's so easy to use. Yes, yes. And I think everybody will find their own um, preference uh, yeah. to, you know, to and what they use. it's not very expensive. It's no. not very expensive. No, honestly. A good, you can buy a good mic uh, for less than a couple of hundred dollars and a good camera will cost you around a hundred dollars. So you really don't need a big budget to start anything. Um, uh, platforms like StreamYard, uh, they are uh, based on subscription, although... I mean, if you're just starting out, you can just get the free one. There is limitation, but I think for starters, use the free version just to see if you like it. Maybe you prefer uh, Restream uh, or maybe you prefer Zoom, depending on how many different platforms you want to broadcast on. Uh, but these are all the things that a coach will help you figure out. So. Uh, you know, I, I, I do coach people how to start their own podcast. It's called Zero From Zero to Stardom. And uh, it's a six weeks program. And um, we, we talk about several different things. We talk about mindset. So all the things that go into starting your own podcast mindset is really important. We talk about the technology you need. We talk about techniques. Uh, we talk about marketing because it's one thing to... Uh, to to uh, you know record a show now what what do you do with it and uh, we talk about branding and we talk about uh, broadcasting um, also all these different forms of um, broadcasting uh, platforms so um, if, if if anyone is interested um, you can you can contact me and I can help you out so you have your email address there I have to add your email they can um they can find you through Instagram as well, right? Yes. So you can reach me anywhere on any social media. I'm on Facebook. You can find me under Della's Voice. On Instagram, I'm under Della's Voice. YouTube, under Della's Voice. Uh, you can also email me at um, uh, Della, <laughs> info at Della'sVoice.com. So another thing I'm going to add here, she has a book. Um, and one of the reasons she started her own podcast was her book, right? Am I, am I correct? Um, the, funny, uh, the book actually uh, started before I started the show. Uh, so I think I started writing um, the first pages of my book, uh, actually, uh, June of 2019. So June of 2019, I started writing my book and I, I was so adamant that I was going to finish it like uh, in six months and it didn't happen in six months. It did happen though uh, a year to the date of when I started um, writing. So I think by the time my book was published, I was already doing Della's voice. Uh, what, it, what it helped me with um, having, having the talk show, uh, it helped me grow in the process of writing the book, uh, which was, a, I think my book was very much influenced by not just uh, all the growth that I was doing I was doing beforehand, but also what I learned doing the shows, talking to all these different people, um, 
taking in their expertise, their experiences, their life lessons, their passions, their purpose. And uh, it, it helped me. All of it helped me write the book. So exactly that happened to my book, Naturally Conceived, because I wrote it through my podcasting. So you see, you learn a lot. Uh, or even if you wanna, you don't want to have contributors and you want to write your own book, you clarify your own message, messaging, right? That's that that's the power of podcasts yeah. <laughs> because every day you talk, every day you have a new message, and every day every day you have new interviews. So and that helps you to actually write your own book because. Yeah. What I do exactly with my contribution is so interesting. Some, some, some of them don't have time to write the whole chapter. And when I say you have to write 2,500 words, I said, whoa, how can I write this? I don't have time. Yeah. I said, don't worry. I'm going to have an interview with you. So during the podcast, I know what question I should ask. And then I transcript the podcast and that's it done. Even more than 2,500. Brilliant. 5,000 or something. But that needs a lot of um, actually modification because the way you talk is so different yeah. from the way you write. But it gives you a very, very great start because starting is, is the most important one. Say. Right? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so everybody who listened to this podcast just remember, if you have something in your mind and you have a passion to start a podcasting, you just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so you don't need too much research. There are lots of uh, podcast platform there. You can have your shows. Both of us started from YouTube. Easy, easy, easy. And then... Uh, I uploaded my shows in a podcast platform. I, I use Libsyn and it just gave me a lot of opportunity to go to other podcasts. So uh, my podcast right now is on other 13, 14 platforms. What about you? What do you use? So I use uh, Spreaker. Uh, again, uh, same thing. It allows you to go on different uh, platforms as well. I think now uh, everything's so easy, right? They've made it really easy, really friendly. Um, not much work is involved. What Once your podcast is up on any of those platforms, you can easily uh, connect to other platforms uh, to, um, to, yeah, to, to get, full benefit from all of them. I think it's great. When, you know, you can be on iTunes and um, what are some, like uh, iHeartRadio, you know, like all these different platforms that are great. And I would have never known that. Yeah. You just, you get intimidated by this concept, but once you start, you really see uh, that you can do it. That's what I want to yeah. say is that uh, you're, you know, um, I'm no different uh, than you I I didn't even know what zoom was before COVID uh, honestly and so all these things that I've learned I've learned on my own and I think Pantal you too same thing yeah me too I just learned it myself yeah yeah and, and the and problem was in the beginning I just oh go to Lipsyn no I should go to another one yeah uh, Spotify is better so you, you shouldn't think too much you just no. start. We and analyze exactly exactly 
yeah it's true it's true yeah. so may i offer the audience um a 30 minute um session uh, of um just going through some of these things we talked about and uh, just figuring out and making perhaps making it a little bit more clear in your mind whether podcasting is for you or making shows are for you and so um i'm really looking forward to you connecting with me uh, send me a message anywhere on social media media and tell me that you saw this uh, interview on on Pontea's show and um I'll, I'll be happy to connect with you for a free consultation Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams.